Hey lady, I am so freaking jazzed that you're here. My name is Emily and I am a clinical social worker deeply passionate about what's going on in between our ears. I am here to help build up your toolbox against self-doubt, social comparison, and nasty self-talk to help keep you kind to your mind. You know, we all have something going on in that noggin of ours that isn't always kind. So let's put in the legwork and flex those mindset muscles so that we can move the mountains we were meant to freaking move. Let's go. Dude, hello, hello, happy 2021. If you are listening to this on the day that it airs, this is our first episode of the new year. And with that, before we even dive into today's content, I have a bit of an ask for you uh, because I've really been wanting to create some some freebies for you, some, some resources that you can dive into for your own personal growth. And if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I asked you about personal growth books that you've been wanting to dive into or personal growth books that you really swear by. And because of that, I am putting together a personal growth book list of 2021. These are all of the books that I am vowing to read and dive into this year. And my hope is that you're able to do this with me, that we can kind of go through this list together and and share our takeaways with each other and really communicate create community that way. So that's my hope here. And over the next couple of months, I'm going to be jumping into your inbox, your email inbox, and just kind of giving you some resources. So to get access to those, jump on over to my Instagram bio. I'll have a link in there for you to join my email list. One of the first things that you'll receive from me in the next couple of weeks is this personal growth book list. Um, I'm really excited to, to share it with you, to dive into these books with you, and to really just kind of be a part of this journey together when it comes to the words that are on paper, putting them in our brains, and kind of seeing what happens up there, right? So I'm excited to share that with you. Jump on over to my Instagram bio to get access to that book list and many more freebies and resources coming your way. Without further ado, <laughs> let's jump into today's content. All right, lady, welcome to episode number 36, our first episode of 2021. And I really wanted to kick off the year with some happiness chemicals that we tend to neglect, or maybe we don't even know the reasoning behind them, what they do, how they serve our happiness, and some really freaking easy fixes that we can do when we're not feeling too happy. Right, so we're going to dive into four different happiness chemicals today. I'm going to kind of explain to you what a deficiency in these areas might cause or some effects that we might see in these areas and also some quick fixes that we can apply to boost our happiness levels. I think sometimes we think, you know, I'm just unhappy. I just need to wait to be happy. I just need to wait to feel motivation. I need to wait to feel love. I need to wait to feel my mood stabilize. I need to wait to feel this ability to, to cope with pain and stress. I just need to wait for those things. When really, in reality, we have four chemicals that kind of make up our happiness bank. Okay, I'm gonna, and I'm going to go through 
the four of them with you here. I'm going to explain kind of what they are, what they do, how they serve us. And then we're going to dive into some ways that it affects us pretty deeply when we have a deficiency in these areas. And also some ways that we can boost those levels. Okay, so here we go. Number one, what are happiness chemicals? We've got four of them. Okay, the first of which is dopamine. You probably have heard of this before. This is our reward chemical. This enables things like motivation, learning, and pleasure. It gives you determination to accomplish goals and desires and needs. This is really that reward system that we have in our brains, right? And when we have increased levels of dopamine, that means we also have increased levels of motivation. We have more of a desire to learn. We get more pleasure out of the things that we accomplish, aka we're happier people, right? So that's dopamine, okay? Number two is oxytocin. I'm sure you've also heard of this. This is our love hormone. This gives you feelings of of trust and it motivates you to build and sustain different relationships. This is kind of known as the cuddle or love hormone because it plays a big role in bonding, bonding with other people, creating relationships that really feel strong, right? And when we have relationships that feel strong, when we feel big feelings of trust and love and connection, we're happier people, right? Increased levels of oxytocin means that I feel closer to the people around me, which means I feel this sense of connection, which means I'm a happier person, right? So that's number two, oxytocin. Number three, this is a big guy, serotonin. Serotonin is our mood stabilizer. This is that chemical that allows us to feel significant or important to our peers, significant or important among the people around us. And it's this calm form of accepting yourself with the people that you surround yourself with. So this is feelings of acceptance, feelings of significance and importance. When I feel important, significant and accepted by the people around me, I'm a happier person, right? I'm a happier person when my mood stabilizer and my serotonin levels are higher, okay? And number four, endorphins. These are the painkiller chemicals, okay? This releases a brief sort of euphoria to mask physical pain. It's also a response to pain and stress to alleviate things like anxiety and depression. This is our painkiller, okay? Those endorphins kick in and the pain is able to be sustained because we're able to manage stress, We have this brief euphoria that we experience that masks that physical pain, that we can mask the pain and the stress and the anxiety and the depression. That's a huge, huge chemical that we need. So if we have deficiencies in these four areas, what does that look like? How can that affect us? Let's dive into this second piece here. Number two, how a chemical deficiency, a happiness chemical deficiency can affect you. So again, we're going to start with dopamine, okay? Again, this is our motivation, learning, and pleasure chemical. If we have deficiencies in dopamine, this is going to lead to things like procrastination, low self-esteem, a lack of motivation. 
We're going to have some low energy or fatigue. We might experience inability to, to focus. We might feel anxious, feeling hopeless. We might experience mood swings, all sorts of things related to decreased levels of motivation, ambition to learn, and ability to experience pleasure, right? So all of these things really are going to make sense. Well, yeah, Emily, of course that would happen. Yeah. So maybe right now you're experiencing significant forms of procrastination, low self-esteem, lack of motivation, that list that I just rattled off to you. If that's you, make a mental note of this one. You know, maybe my, my levels of dopamine are pretty low right now. Okay, make a mental note for yourself. Our second piece, oxytocin. Again, this is our trust and relationship building chemical, that love hormone. And if we're experiencing deficiencies in oxytocin, we may start feeling lonely or stressed. We may again experience a lack of motivation, low energy or fatigue. We are going to feel a big disconnect in relationships. We're probably going to feel anxious and we may even experience insomnia. Really big side effects really big things that can affect our happiness, yes, but also affect the way that we experience the world. Lower levels of oxytocin can lead to all of those things. Even insomnia can affect how I sleep, my goodness. So number three, serotonin. Again, this is our mood stabilizer, right? This is our feelings of significance and acceptance. And if we have really low levels of serotonin, we're going to probably have some low self-esteem. We're going to be maybe a little overly sensitive. We might experience anxiety or panic attacks, mood swings, um, feelings of, of hopelessness, maybe even social phobia. We may experience some obsessions and compulsions. Maybe it's a possibility. And again, we may also experience here insomnia. This can even affect how I sleep if I'm having low levels of serotonin. Last one, endorphin levels. If we are experiencing low levels of endorphin, these are the things that, that mask physical pain, that help us cope with stress. If we're experiencing low levels here, a deficiency here, we may experience anxiety, depression, mood swings, aches and pains physically. Again, insomnia. We may experience also impulsive behavior. All kinds of things that we don't want to experience. The ambitious woman that's listening to this right now, you're probably thinking, holy cow, I don't want all of that, right? Of course we don't. Of course we don't. But these four chemicals really make up our happiness bank. And my hope here is that you're able to, to hear these effects from deficiencies in these areas and really know which ones you need to attend to. So that you can get really strategic, like, yep, my serotonin is in the trash right now. I need some more oxytocin levels. My dopamine, ooh, got to attend to that. How can I boost my endorphins, right? So we can get strategic. This is all about taking in the content, consuming the knowledge, and being able to apply it on your day to day. So how can I boost these levels in my body, literally change my body chemistry? What can I do? Here we go. You ready? I think it's going to hopefully shock you a little bit, the simplicity of what we can do to raise these levels. So first of all, dopamine. Again, motivation, learning, pleasure. You're an expert on this now. What can we do more of 
to increase the levels of dopamine in our body. You might be shocked by some of these. Keep in mind that this is our motivation, learning, and pleasure piece, okay? So what can we do more of? Meditation. Doing a daily to-do list, a productive one. You know how I feel about that by now. Setting long-term goals that serve you. Regular exercise. Creating something like art or music or writing, creating something. Why might that increase your levels of dopamine? Well, (laughs) it's going to increase our motivation, right? If I'm completing a daily to-do list, my my sense of accomplishment is going to raise. Therefore, I'm going to be more motivated to do it again, right? If I'm creating long-term goals that make me excited, my motivation to complete those goals is going to go through the roof, right? Completing a workout. How do you feel after you complete some form of exercise? Your body literally starts releasing dopamine because you are motivated by the completion of that task. Okay, so those are some things that we can do more of to increase our levels of dopamine. But what can we do to increase levels of oxytocin in our body? How can we boost those chemicals in some way? Again, this is our trust and relationship building hormone, that love hormone. What can we do more of? Here's some of the obvious things, right? Physical touch is going to boost our oxytocin levels. Socializing with other people, aka relationship building. Maybe going to get a massage. That's physical touch, right? Acupuncture. I have heard so many people get amazing releases of oxytocin in their body by going to get acupuncture. And that's by a stranger, right? Thinking outside the box here. We can also boost our oxytocin levels by listening to music. We get that emotional connection to music. Again, you're going to hear a lot of this. Physical exercise can also boost my oxytocin levels. Meditation can also boost my oxytocin levels. And also taking a cold shower. We've talked about this in previous episodes before. When I am changing my physical body chemistry, chemical changes occur, right? So when I'm taking a cold shower, my oxytocin is able to go through the roof. My my physical body is changing. Therefore, the chemicals in my brain are changing too. Kind of crazy how the brain works, but it's pretty impressive. Okay, so what can we do more of when it comes to oxytocin levels? Those guys right there are going to be some simple and, and easy things to do to boost that happiness chemical. All right, serotonin, our mood stabilizer, feelings of significance and acceptance. What can we do more of? Again, I'm going to sound like a broken record. Exercise. Feelings of significance. When has that been matched to exercise or completing a task, right? Again, cold showers. When was last time you got out in some freaking sunlight? That is going to boost your serotonin level as well. And the last one, massage. Go get them a freaking massage, right? Feelings of importance and acceptance are really going to be connected to these areas. You're going to hear a lot of repetition here, and that's on purpose. That's on purpose. The last one, endorphins. The ways that we cope with physical pain and stress, what can we do more of here to boost our endorphins? First and foremost, laughing. Laughing, crying, creating. For some reason, hear me out, the fancy schmancy scientists say eating dark chocolate or eating spicy foods 
scientifically proven to increase your levels of endorphins. I don't know why. You're going to have to go take it to Google. I don't know why, but I trust it. I trust it. When you are feeling stressed or in physical pain, emotional pain, get yourself some dark chocolate and some spicy foods. The scientists say it's going to boost your happiness chemicals. It's going to boost your endorphins. Okay? Last few here. Exercise or stretching. Physically stretching your body is also going to help you stretch your mental, physical pain and stress as well. Okay? Getting a massage going to increase your endorphins. Meditation going to increase your endorphins. The amount of repetition we are hearing here is on purpose. And why do you think that is? You're a very smart woman listening to this right now. Why do you think that is? Choose activities that are going to boost multiple happiness chemicals in your noggin. Okay, so if I know that I am just simply not even thinking about the chemicals themselves, if I'm just feeling unhappy right now, I can get strategic with this. I know that my dopamine is going to increase if I do some physical exercise. I know that that's also going to tackle my oxytocin and my serotonin and my endorphins. It's going to tackle all four, right? Meditation, same case here. It was mentioned in all four of these pieces. That's going to boost my happiness chemicals as a whole, as a whole. So before we go today, I really want you to ask yourself, what do you need to do more of? What do you need to do more of? What do you really feel like you are lacking when it comes to your happiness? Is it trust in relationships? Is it your reward system? Are you feeling accomplished Maybe you feel like you don't have your mood stabilized. You don't have your mood under control. Really ask yourself in those cases, what do you need to do more of? Maybe you need to increase your dopamine. You need to start completing some tasks. You need to start doing some self-care activities. Uh, Celebrating little wins. How can you boost your reward system? Maybe for you it's oxytocin. Maybe it's that that connection piece. Maybe you need to play with a freaking dog or a baby. Listen, ladies, there is a reason why we enjoy playing with dogs and babies. Okay, there's a reason it boosts our oxytocin, our connection, our physical touch. Maybe you need to hold hands with someone or hug a family member. Maybe you need to give someone a compliment. Maybe that connection piece is really lacking. So really ask yourself, what do you need to do more of? Maybe for you, it's your serotonin. Maybe that mood is out of control and and you are really just fluctuating in, in all kinds of places. Maybe for you, you need to do some meditation. You need to go for a run. When was the last time you saw the sun? Honey, maybe you need some sun exposure. Maybe you need to walk out in nature or go for a bike ride, right? How can you boost that serotonin to get that mood stabilized? Maybe for you personally, you need to crank those endorphins up. Maybe you need to laugh at a stupid comedy and you need to do some exercise and eat some dark chocolate. Okay, but whatever it is, whatever it is, really get strategic about it. I think sometimes we get complacent in our happiness. You have such a powerful role to play in your happiness chemicals. There are things you can do. You're not powerless here. 
Sometimes we say to ourselves, you know what? It's just those chemicals in my brain again. It's just those chemicals in my brain doing what they do. But also, babe, you have the power to alter those chemicals in your brain with very easy tasks. If that's you right now that hasn't seen the sun in a while, when you pull me out of your ear holes today, I expect that you go get some damn sunshine. Easy fixes that can boost those chemicals. We are not powerless in the happiness levels that we achieve. We are not powerless in the chemicals in our brain. There are things we can do. And I hope you feel empowered by that. Not only educated by that, but powered by that. So, what do you need to do more of? What do you need to do more of, really? I want to hear about it. Okay, so I hope that you jump on over to Instagram, slide into my DMs, and let me know. Hey, Em, you know what? I boost my oxytocin levels today by doing this. I want to hear about it so that I can celebrate you because I have some happiness chemicals that I need to attend to too. So we're going to do it together. Go boost those happiness chemicals, okay? I want to hear about them. I love you so much. Hopefully, you are also going to jump on over to my Instagram bio and get yourself on that email list. I want to share this book list with you, um, and I cannot wait to, to see what the rest of 2021 has to offer us. So until next time, my friend, you better be kind to my friend over there. Be kind to that noggin of yours, and I'll talk to you very soon. Okay? I love you. Dude, thank you so much for including the kind mind and this weirdo in your journey. If you vibed with this episode, I would love to connect with you on social media. Go take your takeaways to your Instagram story and tag me so I can thank you for spreading a message that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you for letting me sit in the passenger seat of your personal growth journey. I want to hear about the mountains that you are moving, but... Until next time, stay kind to that mind, girlfriend. I'll talk to you soon.